All right, let's get started. So this is Founder of Radio, episode number eight. And today as a guest speaker, we have Roman Kutanov, who is the co-founder and the CEO of, uh, San, Fran- of uh, San Francisco-based company, uh, Marple App. Uh, so Roma, <laughs> why don't you kick off by telling us a little bit about your background and about Marple? Yeah, hello, my name is Roman. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we are making a, an application for um, helping small entrepreneurs. Uh, the smallest one, we call them uh, solo entrepreneurs. Uh, we helping them uh, with um, marketing, the digital marketing specifically. Uh, previously, uh, with my partner, who is uh, Maxim Usuban, uh, we did a startup in Russia called Campaigner, and we were a partner of Google. We did a lot of marketing for Fortune 500, I think, uh, companies like BMW, uh, like Renault, Samsung, and many others. Uh, but we decided that we should focus on more on individual users because we have like a social platform for these companies and they uh, promote their products the new products with our platform and we had like small companies which uh, came to us and asked us uh, like can you do the same for us <laughs> but we uh, we analyzed the situation analyzed our unit economy and we said no unfortunately this instrument is not for you uh, and so we decided to make something for small, small, small companies, and obviously it's much more big market, uh, but it's much more harder to work on this market to do something uh, for our small client, but uh, to be, you know, uh, agile enough, to be uh, simple enough. So there are many, many challenges. Um, we have managed to overcome <laughs> some of them, but uh, we are in the process. So, uh, uh, and I personally, I'm uh, I'm a programmer with uh, specific, this specific programmer education. I graduated from uh, Russian University, Moscow Asian University, with a master degree in computer science, and uh, I I did PhD program in Moscow Asian University, also in mathematics mathematics uh, so um, what I want to, to talk today about uh, is um, a, li- a little bit about you know uh, when you uh, thinking about uh, how the process of <laughs> raising files looks like uh, the first you should ask yourself uh, are your product is ready for financing um, and obviously when you, like I personally started um, uh, our product, uh, there are always uh, um, an idea, like uh, make a huge scope of work, like we, we will do this, we will do that, uh, we will make everything, like uh, we, we will have a ton of functionality. Uh, and so, so my, my first, like, <laughs> idea is to, and my first suggestion for you is to limit your scope of work. And uh, specifically, you should uh, concentrate on something that you are, 
on something that makes your product different. So do less better, and by better I mean uh, do, uh, do better your core functions. Um, and of course, uh, uh, you will um, uh, you will make uh, some so, so so your goal uh, at the seed stage is making some kind of MVP is many minimum viable product minimum viable product uh, and after then making this uh, product you should uh, you can at least uh, try to raise some funds basically when you're trying to raise funds you have two options the first option is uh, to you selling story. Uh, and you sh uh, it's actually sounds very you know uh, very simple, but it's it's much more hard <laughs> than selling the, the second options. The second option uh, to sell numbers. So story is harder, and uh, but um, while you s selling this story is also you should uh, remember that uh, you know. You should have some um, uh, some traction with you because I, I and all all of investors all investors they hear over time a great ideas and they understand that sometimes behind the great idea there are uh, something which make this idea um, unreachable uh, so this idea couldn't be done uh, so. so so you came to invest. You come to invest and uh, show him or her your prototype, and you show, you telling your great story. Um, the second option is to sell your numbers. It's much more simpler, uh, but you have to, uh, of course, have these numbers. And uh, mm, to have these numbers, you should uh, obviously you should start collecting these numbers from the very beginning of your application. Um, I, I saw many cases when people are just forgot about uh, the whole uh, business of analytics and uh, they they starting to gather some analytics only when they are uh, already have already uh, asked by investor to show some <laughs> Some numbers. That's a big mistake. Right. So, uh, actually, speaking of traction, I want to ask you: What sort of traction did you have when you started uh, raising first money? Oh uh, yeah. So uh, our month-over-month growth was about thirty percent, thirty percent per month. So, uh, uh, to actually to gain some interest from investor you should show them some interesting numbers it doesn't so if you have uh, some great idea and your numbers are you know not so great it only proves that uh, you know you miscalculated something mm -hmm. um, so, but uh, on our hand, if you have uh, like uh, some decent number, and uh, but for example, you have a huge grow, but uh, your uh, income is lagging behind, it's okay. Uh, it does. It's only. Uh, it's mean. Um, 
it means that uh, sometimes it just means that you are not uh, paying too much attention to monetization, for example, and there are some ways to uh, raise your revenue. Um, so uh, that's um, that's the idea behind you, like uh, selling numbers. You should demonstrate some great traction, but it could be just uh, partial. <laughs> Not like you, your all your numbers are looking great. Um, uh, maybe it's a good idea to just um, like list uh, some of these uh, metrics. So, um, what typically investors ask you? It's how, how many users you have, how much they pay, uh, what plans do you have in your application. Uh, what's the difference between these plans? Uh, how much uh, these users cost for you to acquire? What's uh, the statistic of usage, depending on what type of application you have? Uh, you grow. Uh, and um, there is uh, such thing as cohort analysis. It's much more uh, high level, but from experienced investors, a real, like, uh, real um, uh, leaders of uh, like from big funds or from venture capitalists, you will they will for sure ask you for cohort analysis. Uh, basically, they want to know um, if uh, um, 100 users subscribe to you in I don't know in January, uh, how many of them are churned. Uh, in the next January. Um, and uh, of course they wanted they also want, uh, want to know uh, demographics like uh, how many users you have from US. This is a pretty much in, like in Silicon Valley uh, especially they're pretty much interested in develop, developed markets, not in some Asian markets in, of course, if you have some special startup about Asian market, it's okay. And many US-based investors there will be interested. But if you have like general application, um, at first they just want to see uh, the numbers from developed market markets. And uh, we personally got advice that we should concentrate on these numbers and just follow um, uh, statistics in Asia out. So, um, okay, so, so uh, the, the, this was about metrics. Um, what about uh, what, what, uh, what inventory should you have? Basically, you have your numbers, of course, you have, uh, should you have, uh, you should have uh, some each deck. Uh, of course, all, all of us who are an experienced one, they, we know stories about uh, some hot startups uh, uh, which just uh, raise money without, you know, any materials, just uh, some super founder uh, uh, pitched uh, super, <laughs> super uh, pitched idea so perfectly that, uh, you know, pitch deck is is absolutely wasn't needed. 
but uh, <laughs> for most cases it, uh, it doesn't work you should have your materials prepared and the, for pitch deck you know, the main advice is that there are many uh, templates and these templates have uh, pretty much standard as a standard structure so you can just pick them uh, up and um, pick one up and uh, just uh, create your pitch deck and um, one specific advice about this thing is don't invent things then don't invent by bicycle just mm, follow, follow the guidelines because investors are used to this format and when you're trying to you know invent things they just uh, uh, think that they are spending too much time on your startup to be like to 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 have an idea what what you're doing it's just too much time so uh, uh that's what that was about uh, materials uh yeah so uh, just, uh, basically don't try to reinvent the wheel if you don't have to uh so yeah, uh, let's exactly. move to the next topic uh uh i remember you told me that you were raising money first you were trying to raise money first in los angeles and then you mm -hmm. went to san francisco so uh can you tell a bit about that so why did you do this? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, at first we we, um, we tried to raise some money in Los Angeles, uh, and we found out that um, in Los Angeles industry, venture industry is mostly about um, not about uh, applications for you know B two B applications. They are mostly about entertainment, about. Uh, um, defense industry for example <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's strange but it's true um the, about so uh, los angeles investors how they are more like uh, investors in the in, a, in any big uh, tech hub like the there are many professionals uh, but these professionals are mostly looking for startups who are very mature like they are raising series a or late or later funds later rounds uh, but uh, for us uh, to raise uh, seed investments in Los Angeles it was very hard actually and we uh, faced uh, uh, some investors who are willing to speak but uh, <laughs> who are not willing to you know uh, sign, uh, sign the check um, so um, Los Angeles is a great place, but I think that it's a great place to develop your startup when you are in a stage like you already raised uh, some funds and you are ready to uh, to work. As well. Obviously, Los Angeles is a little bit cheaper than uh, Silicon Valley. In Silicon Valley, investors are more professional and. Uh, more uh, like in in uh, like in San, uh, in Los Angeles, many many people who actually they work uh, in um, some kind of entertainment, uh, or at least they aware of uh, this culture of um, and aware of films, uh, shows, and things like that. In Silicon Valley, it's all right. Uh, it's just everybody knows about the startups. Everybody. Uh, has have some sort of uh, friends who are 
uh, did or do uh, some sort of uh, startup or at least thinking about it. Uh, and uh, investors, they are more professional. They try to uh, keep everything short. So they're asking you very concrete questions and they're asking very short, specific questions about you. Um, and they are much more uh, willing to do everything uh, in very short manner. So if you, they are willing to invest, they tend to invest almost immediately. Or, or if they have some doubts, uh, they usually, you know, take some time to think, but it's not like, uh, okay, sometime, like, <laughs> let's catch up uh, in, in a year. Um, so I think for a startup who are already Silicon Valley is a much more beneficial place. <laughs> I would put it so. Um, but if you have like entertainment startup about entertainment or you are established like you have a lot of uh, social connections in Los Angeles I would I think that it also could work it doesn't mean that uh, you know Los Angeles is not about startups there are many startups in Los Angeles there are many uh, venture capitalists and uh, it also could work but if you are um, um, like new uh, sort of newbie, like we were, uh, maybe Silicon Valley is your choice. Guys, so uh, can you tell us a little bit about the strategies that you use to, you know, reach out to investors to get those introductions? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's uh, actually a very tricky thing, and it's very hard thing. Like many entrepreneurs, they say that it's uh, one of the most uh, the hardest thing about our fundraising. Uh, so uh, obviously, as many of you know, <laughs> cold emails currently are not working. Uh, what's working is uh, you just uh, find some middleman, uh, some person who uh, who knows uh, venture capitalist or angel investor, and uh, you are trying to convince him or her to introduce you to this uh, specific investor. Uh, so basically, uh, and while we say that, um, it, uh, that's why that's why it could be one reason why Silicon Valley is so effective because there are so many, the concentration of venture capital in Silicon Valley are so huge that if you, you know, you, uh, you connect to somebody who are completely, you know, I, I don't know, in the running club, for example, uh, you just go to running club and uh, take this, like, um, do some park run, for example, and you start just speaking with uh, fellow runners and uh, just uh, telling them that, you know, I'm just uh, created my startup, I have a prototype, and they say just, oh, uh, yeah, I know some somebody who uh, pretty much could be interested in your startup. So, um, 
this how it works in Silicon Valley and everywhere, basically. You should uh, uh, find uh, a lot of people who are professionals, uh, who are uh, preferably, of course, professionals in your industry, uh, because uh, investors who are, uh, if you do something decent, uh, of course, uh, professionals in your industry, are, they are more tend to invest in you than professionals in other industries or just general capital uh, guys with financial backgrounds. Uh, so it's better to just um, look, in, uh, look for this type of uh, connections. Uh, you should, and um, another idea, if you are not based in Los Angeles or San Francisco, it's a good way to, uh, before you are going to trip to, uh, to, the, to the valley, um, it's a good idea to just uh, start immediately to form your social network there. Just uh, if you are, for example, if you are developing um, your application on some specific framework, with some specific framework, it's a good idea to just uh, uh, look at uh, contributors, for example, and uh, uh, maybe some of these contributors are co-founders of uh, startups in the Valley. It's a good uh, to participate in some online calls, just don't hesitate to write to or to person you are interested in. Uh, don't worry, uh, in Silicon Valley, people are much more uh, communicative. They are willing to introduce you. If you are, have some, something decent, for them, for them it's a kind of social capital. If they introduce you and uh, in the end, uh, this uh, investor invest will invest in you, will invest in your startup. This uh, actually uh, uh, a kind of, uh, uh, it's uh, beneficial for this intermediate person. Uh, it's not like in many countries, uh, the people, people are tend to be more closed, they tend to guard their social circle. <laughs> In Silicon Valley, it's a different story. Right, right, yeah. I think that's like literally the major difference between Silicon Valley and nearly any other city in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll wrap it up here since we're trying to keep it um, short, constructive, 30-minute format. Uh, thanks a lot, Roman, for sharing uh, your experience about fundraising and some uh, tricks and uh, rules, let's say so. And... Uh, have a great weekend, guys. Thank you. Have